0: Hey friends, sorry to hit the wrong button there. Welcome to Enough for Today and Merry Christmas Eve. Friday, December the 24th, Christmas Eve. I'm sure you've got a lot going on today and I hope that you enjoy it. And I hope that you truly spend some moments today worshiping and loving Jesus, your Savior, who counted you precious. In fact, we're studying Psalm 72 and in verse 14, Uh, we find out that your blood is precious in his sight. It was so precious that he shed his blood to redeem you. He shed his blood to save you and to give you his life and his hope and his peace. And that's what we celebrate this week, today, tomorrow. And wherever this broadcast finds you, I hope that you have a wonderful day of encouragement with those you love and from those you love and if it's a quiet day alone, uh, then Jesus alone with you celebrate him and thank him for what He's done for you and who He is. Hey, we're in Psalm 72 and I want to spend a few minutes with you there. And before I do, I want to invite you to come to our uh, Christmas Eve service tonight at five o'clock. It'll live stream as well. We'll be about one hour, but we will we will present the gospel and we will pray that God will be glorified in it. It'll be a special time of worship for our church family and a gospel outreach for our neighbors and friends and co-workers. So invite somebody and come celebrate Christmas with us. Then on Sunday, we will be in families together, 9 and 1030, all the kids sitting with their parents. We'll continue the Christmas oracles. In fact, we'll finish Christmas oracles on Sunday, and I look forward to that as well. Well, we're going to pick it up today in uh, verse 15. We're talking about the Messianic kingdom, Jesus' kingdom. And how great and wonderful and awesome it will be. And this verse says, he shall live. I mean, isn't that what Jesus says in Revelation? I am the one who was dead and now am alive and I will be alive forevermore. He shall live and to him shall be given the gold of Sheba, the wealth of the world, really. Prayer also shall be made for him continually. Prayer of praise, prayer for his glory, prayer for... Uh, until we see him, prayer that he would send forth laborers into his harvest, prayer for the growth of his kingdom now in the hearts of people. Hey, prayer for Christmas Eve service tonight, that somebody would trust Christ as Savior. And again on Sunday, prayer shall be made for him, and daily shall he be praised. We we are coming into a kingdom uh, where not only now, today, should we praise him every day, but we're coming into a kingdom where that praise will be comprehensive infinite, all the time, forever, and eternal. Look at verse 16. There shall be a handful of corn in the earth upon the top of the mountains. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and they of the city shall flourish like grass of the earth. Now, when you read this at first, it just seems so obscure. What does it mean that a handful of corn... Will be on the earth and the top of the mountains. What in the world does that even mean? And the fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon. What does that mean? And they in the city. Now that's a little more clear. They of the city shall flourish like the grass of the earth. Well, the abundance. The principle here is abundance. Okay, and it's speaking about the reign of the Messiah being an abundant, a reign of abundance. That the earth in those days there will be no famine, there will be no poverty that literally every part of the earth will flourish with fruitfulness and abundance and prosperity. The needs of people will be met with great abundance. So much so, okay, that even when you go, wherever you go on the earth or wherever you go, even the tops of the mountains, uh, the place where grain is least likely to grow, okay, and the idea of corn, okay, I think of, of corn on the cob or popcorn, okay, that's not the Old Testament idea of corn, it's grain, okay? So there shall be a hand, there, there will be handfuls of grain all over the earth and even in the tops of the mountains. Now are we getting it? Now are we starting to see the sense of this? That wherever you go, the earth will be fruitful, the earth will be abundant, that's where we see in the next phrase, and this is where the Bible is its own best uh, interpreter. Okay, is when you look at the context, you 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 can see generally the meaning of something. <clears throat> the fruit thereof, the fruit thereof, what of the earth? The fruit of the earth shall shake like Lebanon. Well, Lebanon was known for its big forests, its big trees, and when storms or winds would 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 blow through, there would be this shaking, right? Um, and so the idea, again, is abundance, abundance. And you, you can imagine in, in the winds of nature all over the earth, grain flowing and shaking and fruit and prosperity. And that's the idea, that it's just going to be a flourishing time of abundance. And they of the city shall flourish like the grass of the earth. So there will be multiplication of humanity all over the earth in his kingdom. And it will be a flourishing whole time. Um, Our present day human existence is there are the haves and the have-nots. There are those that are in wealth and those that are in poverty. And we as believers are to be engaged in meeting the needs of as many as we can in terms of poverty and in terms of physical and material needs. Um, And we do. But as long as there is oppression, as long as there is sin and wickedness, as long as there are people in power that are exploitative and uh, that crave power and opulence, uh, then there will be inequity, there will be um, inequality. As long as there is sin, okay? As long as man has power to oppress man, man will oppress man. And so it is discouraging at times to be a believer and not feel like you can kick a big dent in this. But what is the real answer? Well, the real answer is to kick a dent as long as we can, as much as we can, with the resources God gives us. But to know in the big picture that he's going to flatten it all. He's going to bring all uh, wickedness and oppression and injustice to an end. And in his reign... There will be abundance everywhere and for everybody. Everybody will have as much as they need of everything they need, and everything they could ever possibly want, there will just be no lacking whatsoever. So that's verse 17, verse 16 is this picture of abundance. Now look at verse 17, and we'll park it there and pick it up on Monday uh, in 18 and 19 and 20. His name shall endure forever. I'm reminded as I read that phrase of the, Hallelu- I'm sorry, uh, the Messiah and the Hallelujah Chorus, and he shall reign forever and ever. And I can hear uh, the voices in my head, and he shall reign forever and ever. And uh, what, what, what a beautiful picture of hope that we hold to. I, I hope that you've enjoyed looking at Psalm 72 for this reason. Even when you think of Messiah as a Christmas, you know, event, in classical music, what is really the Messiah? It's the celebration not just of a baby, an incarnation. It's the celebration of all the hope and promise and kingdom that that incarnation represents. That Jesus is king and that he came so that we could have access to his kingdom, so that we could be a part of his kingdom. His name shall endure forever. His name shall be continued as long as the sun and men shall be blessed in him. All nations shall call him blessed. Now those things are being fulfilled even right now. Everywhere you go on planet Earth, there's somebody calling Jesus blessed, magnifying him, praising him, worshiping him. There's somebody who belongs to him. But I love this phrase, that men shall be blessed in him. You know, to whatever degree you are blessed, my friend, he is uh, James says that God is the giver of every good gift. Every good and every perfect gift gift cometh down from the Father of Lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He is a giver, He is generous, He is a blesser. And you may have some burdens today, but let me encourage you not to spend today and tomorrow licking your wounds or looking back with regret or just moping. No. Think about your blessings. Think about how blessed you are in him. It's real, my friend. You are blessed in him. He is a blessing, generous, giving God. And he's blessing you right now, even as we speak. There are blessings unfolding in your life. So be blessed in him. Call him blessed. Bless his name. Uh, Worship him today. Enjoy him. Celebrate him. Realize every bite of food, every gift you owe him from his good. Happy Friday, Merry Christmas, have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you on